This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Deluxe Angus is back at Macca's. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yum, yum, yum. The new segment right now. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. New segment, Christy. It's called Songversations. I had this idea. I was in the shower and I'm like, I think in lyrics. I don't know if you're the same. I think in puns too. My brain is wired differently because I've listened to commercial radio for the last 20 years. <laughs> so it's always stuck in my head. So I've got lyrics just in there. And that's what you're doing in the shower, just having a good, <laughs> good think about some big lyrics. <laughs> some small lyrics happening there too, um, as always in the shower. But I thought we'd have a songversation. So I want to get as many lyrics from two of my favourite artists. See, okay. I love John Farnham and Jimmy Barnes, two of the great Australian rock artists of all time. And they've got so many songs over the last 40 years that I know off by heart. Mm, so mm. what I'm going to do is give you a list. You can be John Farnham, Jimmy Barnes, John Farnham, having a conversation and you've got to insert lyrics All right. from well, John Farnham. I love John Farnham. 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 I burn. And Farnham in I the furnace. <laughs> he burns for you. There you go. There's one. So the challenge is to make as many lyrics into a conversation as possible. Okay. Simple, right? And I'll get some music underneath. Jimmy! <laughs> John! How you going? Yeah, good. Yeah. Just get ready to break the ice. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Hey, um... You know where I've just turned up from? Yeah, mm. I just had breakfast at Sweethearts. Was Sadie the cleaning lady? Yeah, yeah, that was her. Um, Saturday night, actually, my baby, four walls, wash basin, double bed. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a touch of paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cheap wine, and I've got a three-day growth. Mm, come on. <laughs> oh, that's freedom. <laughs> that is freedom. No, too much ain't enough love to satisfy me, I'll tell you that much. Oh, you're looking sad, mate. <laughs> no, no, please don't ask me. Come on, lay down your guns. <laughs> hey, have you heard about this lonesome loser? Yeah, you. Are you you're not a lonesome loser. You're a, you're a working class yeah, man. No, because every time I cry, you know what you do? You save up all my tears. Oh, it's beautiful. Hey, look, don't, don't cry. Because when something's wrong with my baby, something's wrong with me, you know? Just, you know what? Take the pressure down. Yeah, just, all right. This is hard for me because I'm standing on the outside looking in. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Well, hang on. Um, help me if you can. I'm feeling down. <laughs> it's a better song, but you did do a cover of it, Jimmy. <laughs> jo- John. <laughs> I'm Jimmy. Yeah! Can you believe this, Dan? So a woman... And if I was her, I would be suing because Mm. I cannot believe that she survived. Thankfully, she did and she's okay. This happened over in Lake Tahoe, over in in California in America. A woman, she's skiing and she's having a great day, but it's time to, you know, get back down a mountain and she Mm. doesn't want to ski down the mountain. It's getting late and she's tired and she's sore. So she says, oh, I'll just ride the gondola back down. Beautiful. As you do. As you do. How nice does that sound? You're tired, just go down the hill on the gondola. Yeah, the gondola or the... What do we call it? The chairlift. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You I know never, what I'm talking I, I about. I prefer gondola. It sounds more romantic, it does doesn't sound it, than a chairlift. Yeah, it's very romantic. I'll take the chairlift. Yeah, go to the gondola, except mm. this one. So she gets on the gondola about two minutes before, oh, sorry, two minutes after 5 p.m., right? And she's riding down the gondola, but they shut it off at a certain time because the resort closes. Oh. And what happens? She's stuck up on the gondola, literally just hanging above the mountain, looking up at the sky. She doesn't have a phone. She doesn't have a torch. Uh, doesn't have food and drink and all that sort of stuff, and she's stranded on this gondola. Mm. She stays there overnight. She gets stuck in the gondola. Her friends report 
reported her missing. And thank God the next day they come out and they're like, oh, my God, what's happened? And they mm. found her. She got stuck in the gondola. She is okay, which is so good to see. But can you imagine mm. how awry that could have gone? Like, Jeez. imagine if she got stuck for a longer period of time. or And it'd be like minus 15 or something on, on that all night too. And, and thank God, because uh, temperatures, they, the safety and well-being on a mountain is not uh, great at the best of times. Mm. But, um, yeah, especially if you weren't prepared. Absolutely. Mm. Not a great night, that's for sure. No, it's not like one of those cute romantic things you see on Instagram where couples are, like, cruising down the gondola and they, mm. like, have photos of themselves and there's fairy lights and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Like, yeah. it, would be, um, it would be really scary, but she's okay, thank God. But what a place to get stuck, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah, that's terrifying. Oh, my God. Mm. Getting stuck, like, breaking down is never a pleasant thing to do. I can't mm. tell you how many times I've broke, like, especially my old days when I started driving by myself everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just thought I knew everything on the road. Like, <laughs> so I would go for long drives and I'd push it with my petrol. I'm like, I got this. I got more. I don't need to, like, the light's flashing, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm running just... on empty. <laughs> But, yeah, <laughs> the rules don't apply to me. <laughs> and then they do, don't they? Because exactly. you run out of petrol and you're stuck somewhere. Have you ever been stuck anywhere? Yes. Uh, I got stuck on the Udna Data track on a 45-degree day in Whoa. the middle of nowhere, That's which like is in the middle of... Oh, it is. And uh, it's a bit like um, when uh, Noni Hazelhurst's husband turns up and uh, absolutely goes to town on John you. John Jarrett. So, John Jarrett, that's him. I think uh, they broke up. <laughs> did they? Yeah, not that matters, oh, but anyway. Big Ted and Little Ted are upset about that. Uh, and Jemima. But, um, yeah, I was stuck in the middle of a desert on a 45-degree day and um, we went off the side of the road in a camper van and then just absolutely got bogged in the middle of uh, the middle of nowhere. Like, literally, no one lives out that way. There's three people in a, who live in this place called William Creek. And um, the first person that drove past drove straight past us because they saw these two dodgy blokes on the side of the road. We'd been stuck out there for three hours. Jeez. Just bogged because you can't get out of the sand there unless you have a winch or something. Mm. The line, the winch and the wardrobe is yeah. all <laughs> and um, we got stuck out there. We didn't have anything to, like food. Food, water. We didn't have you, water. You're not no. hydrating out there. Um, thank God someone eventually turned up. The second person that turned up about an hour later. Not and, Noni and winched us out of there. It was Noni. <laughs> <laughs> and John and Noni uh, got back together after that. <laughs> and that's the end of the story. <laughs> no, we weren't in Thailand. But, um, yeah, 301060, Gary from Wodonga. What's your story about getting stuck? Um, look, when I was at a kid, right, I got stuck in between two panels on top of the McDonald's slide when I was a kid. Ooh. Did you? I did, I did, and I still hear the story to this day. <laughs> so how did you get your head stuck in there? No, Was no, it... not my head, not my head. I climbed on top of the slide, and at the end of the slide, there were these two panels with, like, McDonald's characters on top of them. That would have been really That's creepy for a kid too, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You would have had a grimace on your face, I'd imagine. Oh, I had a grimace, all right, yeah. <laughs> Did you call the Hamburglar? So, um, what did, you, mate, yeah. how did they get you out of this situation? They ended up having to call the fire brigade and having them pull the panels apart so I could get out. Did you have sore sesame seed buns at the end of it? Oh, absolutely. I was sore everything. Was oh, it a McCaffey day, Gary? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> no, forget that. <laughs> it was the best out. joke that ever happened, Gary. Heads, Dan and Christy. What's trending? Britney Spears has proven herself to be, like, one of the sweetest famous people, I think, on the planet. Hmm. I don't know if you follow Britney on Instagram because... Oh, yes, I do. Her Instagram is now back. the thing on the world. <laughs> yes. She deleted it, now it's back. Um, but in her novel, well, in her memoir, I should say, The Woman in Me, she speaks really freely about her relationship with her family, with her ex-husband, Kevin Federline who I have a lot of issues with about what he did to her in terms of withholding her mm. children. But she, she also talks about a time in her life when she was with Justin Timberlake and she just spoke about what they went through. Um, she uh, 
she was pregnant with Justin Timberlake. They didn't move forward with the pregnancy. Uh-huh. Um, and she just talked about that being a hard time. Justin Timberlake copped a lot of flack for it. But mm-hmm. Britney has come out and said, look, I want to apologise for some of the things I wrote about in my book. If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I'm deeply sorry. I also wanted to say I'm in love with Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. It's so good. And how come every time I see Justin and Jimmy together, that's about Jimmy Fallon, I laugh so hard. So she's posted a video oh. of Justin Timberlake just to say, like, I care about him. I'm not upset with him. It's all in the past. This is something oh, we collectively did many years ago. I've moved on. It's just mm. something that happened in my life. I don't think her intention was to try and um, have Justin break, Timberlake... Break him down. Break him down. No, she didn't want that whatsoever. he wrote a song about her, Cry Me a River. That's Let's right. not forget that. And had a Britney Spears lookalike in the film clip too, which is a bad way to react to I break know. Up. And, but mm. it does, doesn't show how sweet she is, that yeah. she's saying she doesn't want Take retaliation. Yeah. Exactly. No one needs that in their life. Ain't nobody got time for that. Whereas Kanye... <laughs> Uh, Kanye West, of course, um, he's banned his partner, Bianca Sensori, from social media what? for her own protection. Um, uh, it's his creepy plan to further isolate her. Um, yeah, he's convinced her uh, to remain a mystery as opposed to uh, getting on the social media. Um, he's manipulating uh, his wife, pretty much. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think he's done that before, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, he's not the best guy. He hasn't got the best track record, has he? But um, that's what uh, everyone's saying. He's got this pattern of controlling behaviour. So, yeah, he's he's a little bit strange. Is and, that um, weird? So he's trying to tell her that mm-hmm. she can't go on social media. She's a businesswoman, to the best of my knowledge, well, an Australian, and she has a mm-hmm. label, I'm pretty sure, and she's... That's ridiculous. Like, why doesn't she just dump him? Well, he said um, he doesn't want her to have social media because he thinks it'll hurt her if she had to read the nasty things people say which is, okay. you know, the internet, but isn't she, it, in she's general? She's a grown woman. She can mm. make that decision. And they're only really saying nasty things about her because she's with Kanye West. There's, there's, there's that. And also she does post some racy pictures on the internet. <laughs> so Liked by Dan Taylor. And I've <laughs> Where did you lose someone? Mm-hmm. Because I lost someone the other day. One of my greatest loves on the planet, uh, and yours also, my husband, Justin. Oh, yes. You love hubby Justin. I lose myself in his eyes every single morning <laughs> he walks into the studio. <laughs> Because uh, he does work here too, Justin. Uh, but where did you lose Justin? So, Hobby texts me, right, uh, or calls whatever, like a great husband that he always is when he's leaving work about 5 o'clock in the afternoon and does the whole, do we need milk, do we need bread, what do we need, should I come home, can I get you anything? Like, just beautiful husband, right? And I'm mm. like, no, honey, just, just come on home. So it's about 5 o'clock. Now, we live in a beautiful country town, maybe half an hour from work, and, um, and he doesn't really arrive home just yet, and I'm thinking, oh, traffic, you know, maybe hmm. he did stop to get some stuff. Oh, isn't he sweet? Whatever. Gets to about 6.30 now. I'm thinking, where the hell is my husband? Ringing him, no answer. I'm like, should I be worried? Like, this is an hour and a half now, and I've lost my husband completely. But, you know, he's... You'd be panicked. I was panicked, and I'm missing him, and I want to see my husband. Like, he and I are really close. We're best friends. We love hanging out at the end of the day. And then I start to, like, I'm looking around the house, and I'm talking to, you know, my son Harley, eight years old. I'm like, you seen Dad anywhere? We're just looking everywhere, right? And then I realise, because we live, we have a big, long driveway... I realised the man had come home, not bothered to say hello to me, right? And the only reason I knew where he was when I found him was when I heard this. Oh, he's got the powers all out. <laughs> he's big tall. He does have a massive spell. Hey! Oh. What Dude. you doing? I'm grinding some nuts. What the <laughs> hell is that? It's a grinder. 
That's the ankle grinder. It's an angle grinder, not an ankle grinder. <laughs> Whatever that is. So mm. the man's outside working on the boat. You know, we bought this new boat uh, called Sunflower. It's just like a cheap dinghy or whatever. But mm. he's obsessed with the boat. And instead of coming home and seeing the family, I lost the man on our own property outside with his big tools, with his big power tools. Just going hard on the nuts, <laughs> as he always does. Just grinding away. Um, Maybe yeah, you well, were there. I was there, actually. I met him on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we met. Uh, but, yeah, it, you do lose him to the boat. Like uh, That does happen in households. Like I used to have a back shed that I'd just be in all the time. Yeah. I'd be playing 64 uh, just by myself, you know, going out the back and playing Mario Kart, uh, <laughs> maybe having a game of pool to myself. Just kind of getting away from it all. It's, it's a nice little quantum of solace out there. Having that the shed. before mm. the family, yeah, because you, mm. you love it. You love a shed, don't you? A, oh, a big husbands shed. go missing all the time. Like if it's playing golf. Like they just figure out things to do. Every time I go home uh, to my mum and dad, dad just goes missing all the time. Yep. And you go, where's he gone? Don't know. Gardening. <laughs> I don't know. Washing the car. Like he figures out ways to not spend time with his family. <laughs> it's just a dude thing. That's a, is it a dude mm. thing? Maybe it's a dude yeah. thing. Yeah, you go missing from your wife, or maybe she wants you to go missing. I oh don't know. yeah, I've been missing. <laughs> a fair few times. But um, maybe you did lose someone uh, to maybe an ankle grinder, as he calls it. An, yeah, an ankle grinder. I call it an ankle grinder. It's an ankle grinder. God, angle, yeah. Wasn't he particular about mm. that when he was grinding his nuts on the bottom of the <laughs> You're the grinding these nuts. nuts right now on air. So, thirteen ten sixty. This is what we're asking because sometimes this does happen. Maybe you lose your husband in the backyard to the shed or the boat. Uh, where did you lose someone? Lee from Wangaratta. Where did you lose someone? Uh, we went again to a family holiday down in Melbourne and we went to the T Twenty game. Um, after the T Twenty game, we were walking back to our motel and I lost my child that was seven years of age at the time in King Street, Melbourne. Oh, mate. Oh, how oh, scary, I've been to King Lee. Street in Melbourne, I'll tell you what, till 3am some nights. I've been lost there. Yeah. Um, but but another big child. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part. The worst part was uh, we jumped in the cab to go home and I said, don't tell your mother, don't tell your mother. And as soon as he walked into uh, the motel room, he screamed to the top of his lungs, Dad lost me, Mum, Dad lost me. Oh, so you were just walking away, a big crowd. Um, it's easy to lose kids. It, it is, Lee. It mm. really is. Mm. Totally. Where did he end up? Uh, where'd you find him? Uh, he was the funny, other funny part of it, when I was walking up and down King Street with my heart rate going 190 miles an hour, mm. he was with two policemen on the corner <laughs> of King Street and another street. And the look they gave me when I, uh, when my son ran to me, um, I'll never forget it. <laughs> was it as bad as the wife? The wife look? Oh, the wife look was a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> And Nicole from Bendigo, you lost your son. Tell us this story. Well, um, my husband kind of lost him, but we're at the children's <laughs> hospital. We have got six kids, and one of them was having an operation, mm-hmm. um, and I left the others with Hubby mm. and said, just keep an eye on them because I knew one was a bit of a wanderer. Mm. And then our eldest, who was about 12, 13 at the time, came up to where I was because we knew the hospital in and out and said, was he with me? And I said, no. Um, he'd gone in the elevator trying to find me. He was like three, and the security found him. Oh. And oh. eventually he was at the front reception, not doing open heart surgery or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I probably needed it after that. <laughs> we love the Jonas Brothers here at Hits, don't we? Oh yeah. Yeah, Kevin, Nick and Joe. And there's a bonus Jonas. Nobody knows this guy. His name's Frankie, living in his brother's shadow. Oh, Frankie, trying to make a name for himself in the music industry as well. Sorry, mate, not in the band. I didn't, 
Oh, he's not in the band. That's no. a fake meme you just got then. No, you I'm are the really sweetest mean. guy ever. Oh, thanks. But they are touring Australia at the moment. And the Jonas Brothers were talking about Bluey taking over their homes on the project last night. Have a listen, Kevin, Nick and Joe. Bluey is a big uh, big thing in, I think, all of our households. But uh, it is specifically a big win. The new episodes just came out in the U.S. like a couple weeks ago for us. We had a movie premiere night, like Bluey premiere <laughs> night at our household. Uh, when I told our, my daughters that I'm going to Australia, they said... Are you going to see the actual house, the Bluey house? Because apparently there's a Airbnb that is built as the identical replica. Oh, of really? The Bluey house. You gotta stay there in Australia. Wouldn't that be cool? To That's go in to? Brizzy, isn't it? I would love to go to that. You know, I love Chili, Bandit, Bluey, Bingo, the it whole is, team. It is a great series. Bluey is so show. lovable. Mm. Like it is such a it, it, like my kids love it. I know mm-hmm. your girls love it. They they watch it every single morning. So uh, before school, it's their routine. It's like, oh, watch episodes of Blue. Yeah, and it's I love greatest. that it's not like TikTok-y stuff or it's not even YouTube. Like, it's an actual television series, mm. even though it's animated. It's so True. much fun. And the um, who's the lead singer? I mean, the lead Lead voice. singer of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be Frankie, the 22-year-old who's in the shadow of the brothers. Oh, and Bluey, the guy from Custard. Oh, yeah, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave was, is his name, yeah. He uh, was in Custard, well, wasn't funny, he? Yeah, like Custard the band uh, were massive in the 90s, like Australian band. But uh, every time you hear a Custard song, you, you can actually just hear Bandit. Like, if you listen to this, this is Girls Like Us, their biggest hit. Like, have a listen. It just sounds like Bluey's dad is singing it. Really? It does too, doesn't yeah, it? Interesting, yeah. The greatest band of all time. Wouldn't mind some Custard and some Jonas Brothers for breakfast. We're talking about this on 131060. What ruined the party? What the party? Because the milkshake did not bring all the boys to the yard, but a birthday party on the Yarra River, ruined by a young boy doing a prank at the time, a whole bottle of milk over the party, over the grazing platter, over the belongings, and, uh, yeah, the meats, the cheeses, all covered in milk. He chucks uh, milk. Mm. Off the bridge, it goes all through the boat, it goes Ugh. all through the girl's hair, it goes all over the Cadbury chocolate. Mm-hmm. That would have been really annoying when the food Shameful. gets ruined at a party. Oh, yeah, that's know? for sure. And this is the moment it happened. He goes, You want some milk? No, don't, please. We're actually going to stink. And they did stink. And uh, no use crying over spilled milk, though, I guess. <laughs> I was waiting for Innocent that. Innocent fun, some people are saying. I think it's quite shameful. I don't like pranks. I'm not a prank kind of guy. I had to drink a fish milkshake on air once. Ew, That's not fun. A yeah. fish milkshake? Yep. Uh, they made strawberry milk and then they put all this fish in there. Yeah. yeah. It, this is literally what happened disgusting. on air. Disgusting. <laughs> that would have been great radio. There's all these sardines in there and then they put tuna and I drank it and they're like, ah, gotcha. Yeah, like, sorry. yeah, this is fun, isn't sorry it? Sorry I made you do that. Yeah. wasn't my finest moment, was it? Oh, I'll drink one right now, 131060, <laughs> do you double dare me? Uh, Jake from Shepparton, what's your story? Uh, yeah, well, on, on my bucks do, we ended up back at our place and uh, previous to the bucks I'd gone to the op shop and bought a second-hand wedding dress. Hmm. <laughs> and, uh, halfway, halfway, halfway through the night I ran up the house and ducked it on and wore it back down to the shed where the boys were having a few and uh, told them well, it was my wife's wedding dress that she was supposed to wear the next couple of, next couple of weeks and they were absolutely mortified. <laughs> So you wore it the whole time? Kid prank. Yeah, I wore it, yeah. But it wasn't actually a dress, but yeah, it was... Uh, oh, she would have killed you if it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was um, good. Got all the, the grooms and uh, quite good on that one. <laughs> now, uh, did you get any, uh, like, body parts shaved or anything like that, which usually happens at a Bucks party? Um, I managed to stay reasonably lucid, and I did all right and avoided all that. <laughs> good. 
I'm glad. You've still got your eyebrows and still got the wedding dress. You look gorgeous. All my mates shaved me. Uh, back sack, crack, oh, macaque, all of it. And I wore a dress at my own wedding too. But um, producer Maddie, <laughs> yeah, I wore a kilt. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, you've got a story too from yeah, ruining I've, a party. I'm sure I've ruined many of my parents' parties, but there was one time um, when we were younger, we were at one of their parents, um, one of their mates' places, mm. and they had a coconut palm. So we knocked one down and we're trying to get into it. Coconut palms are real bloody hard to get into. I had a hammer and I was belting it. My little brother looked over the top of the thing and the hammer bounced off the coconut right back into his head and we had oh. to go to the hospital because he had splits all on his, uh, oh. on his eyebrow. What, really the what are you going to do? So you almost killed your little brother at the party. Oh, I mean, that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's.